Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to send some very special shout-outs to Lydia Billy in Australia, Hazel in Ottawa, Canada, and Evie, and wish a very happy birthday to Willow, Aylin, Emmeline in Lufkin, Texas, and Madeline Neela. Madeline, Emmelyn, Aylin, Willow, Evie, Hazel, and Lydia Billy, thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Fairy and the Bard. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. You've met her before. Her name is Fairy. A traveling bard was visiting Freshwater for the weekend. I didn't know what a bard was when I first met him, so just in case you don't know either, a bard is sort of like a mix between a poet, a songwriter, and a storyteller. They travel to different places inventing songs and poetry about current events and the people they meet along their travels. As the bard set up some benches in the town square, the townsfolk from Freshwater began to gather to hear him play. And play he did. Tune after tune, he made us laugh and cry and laugh again. 
Each number ended with joyous applause and cries for another song. He would laugh and sigh and then pick up his guitar to play another tune. He even asked us to sing with him. That's when the trouble started. I started to sing along and the bard stopped playing and shot me a dirty look. As he began to play again, I thought to myself how strange that experience was. The bard invited us to sing again. I started to sing when, again, the bard stopped playing. This time, he pointed at me and sang. Behold, the lady sings so badly that it makes me feel all sadly. If she'd stop, I would gladly do a dance. Yes, dance so madly. <laughs> the audience turned to me and laughed. I didn't think I was that bad of a singer, but the bard made me feel really embarrassed. I felt my cheeks flush hot and small tears stung my eyes. I had to get out of there. I turned on my heel and ran as fast as I could back home. As I prepared dinner, I tried to shake off the bad feelings, but they swirled inside me and grew larger. Why did the bard choose to embarrass me like that? Why didn't anyone stand up for me? I didn't just want to make things better. I wanted revenge. But how? Just then, there was a knock at my door. Who could it be? I thought to myself. I wasn't expecting anyone for dinner. Perhaps it was the bard here to apologize for picking on me. I walked to the door and opened it, ready to give the bard a piece of my mind. Except it wasn't the bard, it was Fairy. Well, I didn't know she was Fairy at the time, but now that I know Fairy, I can confidently tell you that I had just met Fairy, the Fairy. She was just about as tall as a child, with eyes that glowed like the stars and shimmering wings that cascaded down her back. She wore an elaborate dress that looked as if it was made from a thousand different flowers and shoes that looked as if they had been crafted from tree bark. I stood in silence, unsure of what to do or what to say, when Fairy cleared her throat. <coughs> Excuse me, may I come in? I've been traveling all day and was hoping to find a spot to rest my feet and eat a snack before I go on my merry way. I am never one to turn away a guest, so I invited her in. She introduced herself as Fairy, the freshwater fairy. I gave her a meal and propped up her tired feet on a pillow. She explained that fairies are everywhere and there are all kinds of fairies. Some who live in the forest, others who live in the mountains, some who tend to the flowers, and some who tend to the sick. Some who help people, and some who trick people. And what kind of fairy are you? I asked. Fairy gave me a smile and said, Well, we'll have to wait and see. For the next few hours, Fairy and I spoke of her many journeys and laughed late into the evening. Fairy checked her watch, the band woven from long grass. Goodness me, is that the time? She exclaimed. 
I didn't mean to impinge on your hospitality. I really must be going. She ran to the door and stopped. Before I go, I'd like to give you a gift. Something to thank you for your generosity of spirit. Is there anything, anything at all that your heart desires? I thought back on my day and flashed back in anger to the bard in the town square. Well, yes, I said. Earlier today, someone made me feel like I wasn't a good musician. He even said if I stopped, he would dance around madly. It hurt my feelings. Ah, said Fairy knowingly. I see. Well, everyone will be dancing with joy when they hear you play this. A bright light suddenly filled the room. I shielded my eyes, and by the time the light faded, Fairy was gone. In her place was a beautiful, small, golden harp. I picked it up, brought it over to a chair, and began to play. Somehow, my fingers knew the correct strings to pluck, and before I knew it, I was playing a beautiful song, flawlessly. It was amazing. I thanked Fairy silently. She had given me the perfect gift. I made a plan. Tomorrow, I thought to myself, I'll go back to the bard and play and sing. Then he won't embarrass me. I woke up bright and early the next day and ran down to the town square. I arrived at the benches before the bard and set up my harp. I began to play, my fingers flying over the harp strings almost as if I had been playing the harp for years. To my surprise, people began to gather, and then they began to dance. I noticed that in between songs, the people would stop dancing. But when I would start to play again, the dancing would pick back up. Maybe the harp had something to do with it, I thought. Then, what's all this? I stopped playing, and the crowd stopped dancing as the bard charged toward the center. He grimaced at me and opened his mouth to make fun of me again. It was time for revenge. Before he could get a word in, I began to play the harp, and the bard began to dance. What? What's happening? Why am I dancing? What is this? I turned to the bard. I thought you wanted to be dancing madly, I said. I started playing faster, and the bard started dancing faster, more wildly. Whoa. I had to Whoa. admit, revenge Whoa. was pretty entertaining. Okay, said the bard. Very funny. I, I don't know how you're doing this, but you need to stop. I didn't stop playing. Please, said the bard. My feet are already sore from all my travels. I thought of how angry he had made me feel the day before, and I played even faster. The bard danced even faster. I laughed. This was exactly what I wanted. But then the bard began to cry. Please, let me stop dancing. My feet really hurt. 
As he danced and kicked his feet up in the air, I noticed his dancing had worn holes in the soles of his shoes. His bare feet had been rubbing against the cobblestone square with all his dancing, and they looked raw and red. Tears were streaming down the bard's face. What was I doing? This was wrong. Revenge hadn't made me feel any better. Instead, it had made me and the bard feel much, much worse. I threw the harp down by my feet. The bard collapsed to the floor, rubbing his sore feet and wiping away his tears. I helped him to his feet and apologized. Then I helped him walk to the shoemaker shop where I bought him a new pair of supportive shoes to help cushion his blisters. The bard thanked me and then he apologized. I'm sorry for embarrassing you yesterday, said the bard. I was nervous to play my music for a new crowd and I thought if I could get them laughing, they would like me. It shouldn't have been at your expense. Sometimes I get started and even though I know it's wrong, I have a hard time getting myself to stop. It was wrong and I'm deeply sorry. After the harp incident, I could relate. The bard and I shook hands. I walked him back to the center of the town square where he could play his next show for his crowd of adoring fans. When I got home, Fairy was waiting for me at my front door. I asked her why she would give me a harp that forced people to dance. It was a test, Rebecca, and you passed, said Fairy, smiling. You see, I am a fairy who likes to trick people. I gave you that harp and knew you would use it for revenge. How did I pass the test? I asked. My actions made the bard cry. This is true. You did make the bard cry, said Fairy, her eyes twinkling. But when you saw that you had done something to hurt someone else, you stopped. Then you tried to make it right. And I don't think you'll be doing anything like that again now, will you? I shook my head no. Sometimes, Rebecca, passing a test isn't about getting it right on the first try. Sometimes it's about learning from our mistakes and taking steps to do better in the future. I am proud of you. Fairy walked to the door. I'll be taking my harp back now, but I'd like to visit again soon. My eyes grew wide. Oh, not to trick you or give you another test or anything, said Fairy. The food you gave me was delish. I have to bring my fairy friends back here. They're gonna love it. And with that, Fairy vanished into a bright light. Fairy did visit again. And again, and again, and again. Sometimes she brought her other fairy friends with her. She never tried to trick me again, but I'll never forget the lesson I learned from her that day. That was Fairy and the Bard. Written and produced by Megan Bagala. Formed and executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. 
Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown-ups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me, well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grown-ups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Be an